I think it must be Thursday. It must be time for take a breath. <laughs> it, is. it is time to stop and just take a breath. Get away from the desk. Take us with you if you're leaving your desk. Um, and just let's just breathe for a moment. So welcome everyone. We are so excited today because we have a special guest, Miss Camilla Car Camille. Clark, let's see if I can pronounce it correctly. Thank you for joining us. We are so excited to have you here. Welcome, Thank Dr. Clark. So I'm so happy to be with you both. Thanks again for the invitation. Well, you know what, ladies? I don't know if any of you kind of remember, my birthday was Saturday. And Deborah dimed me out last Thursday. I even told y'all how old I was going to be. I'm not going to tell you again. Or was that on the life group? Maybe it was on the life group. No, I think it was here. I think oh, was it, was it here? here? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So here I am thinking, okay, now I'm getting older. And, and about, gosh, it was almost two years ago now, Deborah and I went on a retreat. And... Things weren't fabulous for either one of us in the health region, if you will. I was in a lot of pain. And we were sitting kind of praying and talking, and the Lord just uh, spoke to me in a very um, distinct voice. And he said, I've given you a temple and you won't take care of it. How can I give you more? So um, I don't know about any of you guys with COVID and stress and, you know, the world's just kind of a hot mess, right, Deborah? I mean, it's just a hot mess right now. It is. And, you know, I, and I, I think, Wendy, this has really come up at a great time because you and I were talking the other day. And although we had made some great commitments on that trip and had really um, been very um, diligent to follow our our um, I don't know, commitments that we had, right? We, we determined what we were going to do. Uh, over the, you know, COVID took a, took a toll for me. I don't know about anybody else. I was good for about the first six, seven months and kept on track. But the lot, these last few months have been, I feel like I'm on a slippery slope sliding downhill again. And, and I'm hitting the bottom and it's like, I've got to do something about this because I'm losing control, I'm losing, I'm losing the battle. I feel like, right. And, and, yeah. uh, and so it's, this is a great time to have Dr. Clark here with us and to give us some encouragement and some understanding about, you know, the way our bodies are functioning and what we're doing. And I don't know. I looked at this today. I was also in Corinthians. So first Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Oh, oh my. Uh -oh. I'm uh -oh. in trouble. Can I just tell I'm you? In so much trouble. <laughs> it is. This is not this is not good, ladies, at all. And I don't know about the rest of you. I don't know if it's time of year. I don't know if I've just been in the house too long. I don't know what's wrong, but something's got to change. So Dr. Clark, we need your help. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> So what can you, so, so we brought, I was so excited. Dr. Clark and I met uh, about a month or so ago and we talked about, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to have you on the podcast. And we kind of scheduled, we were talking a couple weeks ago and I didn't put it on the calendar. Okay. And I was like, oh my stars, this is terrible. But see, this is where God comes in. 
because God knew she needed to be on it today because I just recommitted myself to saying, okay, let's look at taking better care of myself. Deborah and I had this conversation earlier. I'm like, ah, guess what's happening Thursday? So <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do. And now that is wonderful. That is wonderful. And thank you so much for being transparent and authentic. And you know what, Devin? Wendy, a lot of us have those stories, you know, of taking care of ourselves. And sometimes it's a little bit of a challenge, right? So we need that guidance. We need that mentorship. We need that accountability. And I'm so happy that that's what um, our firm actually does. So as was mentioned, I am a medical doctor and I've had the unique privilege to actually train and receive an experience in transformational Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, guess what? We're, the enemy is not going to win this battle. No. Because we need to hear this, and the ladies on the line need to hear this as well. And so we're just, you know what? We're calling you out right here. You need to pack it up and move on. So, um, no. We need to have her back. And please, Lord, just release the airways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because... This is just a mess. Well, she'll come back in. You know, Deborah, I I actually, I have been dancing around this. You know, we've talked about this, not taking care of myself. And so I've really started to recommit because we've got, I love this health and longevity because we've got a race to run. Right? And we've got and things to do. <laughs> and guess what? We're not getting any younger, Wendy. I noticed that. Not, I it's, it's not going backwards. <laughs> I know. There you are. Welcome. We are back. We are back. And can everybody hear me nice and clear? We yeah. can. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I was just sharing a little bit about my journey um, in medicine and was just sharing even before I went to medical school, I had the unique opportunity to work in a center where we would have a different experience with physicians and with patients. We would have people who would come in and they would eat with their doctor. They would learn different methods. They'd have consultations. And I remember just hearing stories and how they were so transformed. I remember a few couples, they were like, nah, my husband made me come. I didn't want to come. But then at the end of the experience, they were so happy. They had gone down on their medications. They were filled with so much information on how to go back home, back into their natural environments and make those amazing changes. So for me, with that background, Going into medical school, when I would hear, oh, people don't change. Oh, we can never do better. I was like, no, I know that's not true because I've seen it and I've experienced it. But what we need is a bit of a transformation in the way that we that we practice medicine in the way that we transform and a way that we help our health care to be one that actually encourages people on this journey and not just give a quick fix. Now, don't get me wrong, there are definitely times when we break a bone and we need a quick fix, right? We need a surgery or we need a medication to help us. But in terms of learning these health principles that are going to help us for the long run, that's really what I saw. And I was able to really be touched as I encountered individuals who are changing their lives for the long term. So with that backdrop, you know, and I think 
especially for this podcast, um, as women, women in business, women entrepreneurs that are starting, we give, we give so much, right? We're taking care of families, we're taking care of businesses, we're taking care of our community. And one of the most important things for us to realize is that we've got to take care of ourselves. Our health is our most important asset. And if we are not well, then guess what? We can't give. We can't be there for our grandkids. We can't be there for our children. We can't be there for our parents that we're taking care of, right? And so that's why it's really important. And even for a consulting firm that I now work with, which is like my dream job, our focus and our mantra is protecting your most important asset. And the most important asset that you have is your health. That is so true. You know, I, I was sharing, I don't know, um, about you know, what the Lord told me about, you know, you don't take care of your temple. I can't give you more. And that was uh, talk about a slap upside the head. Deborah and I we immediately went into prayer and repented, mm -hmm. but it's the thing that it keeps coming back as well. Right. And so we know that we're supposed to do this. I don't think there's a woman out there that knows that she's not supposed to take care of herself. We just, put it down on the list in priorities. I, I, I think, I don't know, Deborah, I, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I was thinking alongside of this is that, you know, the Lord's told us that the greatest commandment is to love him. And, and if we love him, that means as his daughter, that we would um, love ourselves because he's created us and that we would honor him through how um, our self care. And the second part of that commandment is to, you know, that we love others as we love ourselves. I'm sorry, I don't, I think I flunk in that category <laughs> um, because I don't always take good care of my health. I don't get enough rest. I don't get enough exercise. I don't make space. And so Dr. Clark, I've also often talked about how important it is to be in alignment, our faith, um, taking care of ourselves, our family, our community, our work. And and how important is alignment as we think about this idea of self-care? Absolutely, Deb. And it's, it's, it's beautiful that you mentioned it like that because it boils down, alignment boils down to stewardship, right? Okay. We are given our bodies as a temple, you mentioned, Wendy, earlier on. And so our ability to be of service to the world and to our families and to our community is dependent on if we are good stewards of our health, right? But the truth of the matter is, when we are starting a business, okay, we get coaching, we get mentorship. Why? Because we want to achieve our best. And so sometimes we need that structure. Sometimes we need that accountability. Sometimes that we need that assistance as we are going through that health journey. And, you know, don't feel too bad, okay? <laughs> the majority of the world starts off with health resolutions at the beginning of the new year, and there's a date on it. You know, January 19th is the date that most people fall off if they don't have that structure in their support system in place. So do not feel bad. That's what we're here for. Okay. And that's why we have the support and structure so that we're able to do the education, to look at labs. If there's some type of supplements or nutritional deficiencies or anything else that we need to address, making sure that we're addressing that as well so that we can have health and health for the long term. 
I know our time is ticking and I promised to give some longevity secrets. So yes, we want some. <laughs> I do want to jump on that because the truth of the matter is we're all getting older, right? That is something that does not change. And so what I thought we could do for this podcast is look at some areas in the world where people are living and they are thriving in advanced age. So I'm not sure if either of you ladies have come across what is called the blue zones. So the blue zone is something that was featured in National Geographic a few years ago, where they looked at areas in the world where people were living the longest, specifically those who were living and thriving over the age of 100. They actually found five areas where this is the case, and that was in Italy. It was in Okinawa, Japan. It was in Costa Rica. And then they found another area in Greece. Now, those are all outside of the U.S. They found only one <laughs> that was in the United States. And do you ladies know where that is? Appalachia. I don't know. <laughs> Probably somewhere very remote. In Orlando, Florida, I'm quite certain. You know, it was in Loma Linda, California. And the unique thing about that demographic, which I think is actually really, really encouraging for everyone who is on this call, is that everyone was different. So in all of these other areas, you know, in Greece and Japan and Italy, they all had a very similar genetic makeup because they came from a similar environment, a similar family. But in Loma Linda, California, you had people of all different ethnicities who adapted certain lifestyle principles that allowed them to still experience the benefits of longevity. Isn't that exciting? It's awesome, but I live in Florida. That's okay. That is okay. <laughs> and I'm over here in Portland. I'm not too far away. Maybe I need to relocate. That is okay <laughs> because the message that came through is it's not about your geographic location. It's not about your genetic makeup. It's not about your family. Okay. So yes, there are genetic propensities and dispositions, but there's also epigenetics. And that is the ability to turn on and turn off certain diseases based on lifestyle. And so those are some of the secrets that I thought we could talk about a little bit today. I'm all ears. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So the secret number one had to do with diet. What we put into our bodies is the building block of our life. All right. Wendy is like, oh no. <laughs> So let me give you a short little secret. What they found, especially with the population in Loma Linda, all right, and there were different people that had different dietary habits, but those who ate more things that were living and less things that were dead actually did better in terms of their longevity and had decreased adverse incidents and disease. All right, who wants to break that down for us? Eating so is chocolate dead or alive? <laughs> is chocolate dead or alive? I'm sure there's a woman somewhere. I'm, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I wonder what friend that. that would be. <laughs> All right, so do I understand that this is less about eating like um, beef and chicken and fish because those are living living things and more around vegetables and fruits and things in those categories, Absolutely. berries, that kind of thing. 
Absolutely, absolutely, Deb. And so when we look back, right, at what it is that we're putting into our bodies, are these things that are going to feed us, that are going to heal us, or are they things that are going to probably cause a lot more oxidation, a lot more stress in our bodies, that's going to cause a little bit more inflammation? So even going back to Wendy's question, and I think that's an excellent question, how do we make this practical, right? How do we make this practical when we're evaluating everything? Right. So for chocolate, you know, just an example, when we look at the ingredients, where are the ingredients coming from? Are they coming more from a plant based source or are they coming more from an animal based source? And then beyond that, is this very processed or this more natural? All right. And so focusing on this whole food, plant-based diet, that's what the research showed. People who ate more of that actually did much better in terms of their health outcomes. And those who ate more processed foods, more meats, more cheeses, more dairy, all of that, they actually didn't do as well. And when we tease that down a little bit and ask ourselves, why are we observing this? And why are we seeing that those who are living over the age of 100, regardless of their ethnic background or um, you know hereditary background, we can realize that because of what they were putting into their body, and this is just one of the secrets, <laughs> but because of what they were putting in their bodies, they were actually able to turn on the healing process instead of turning it off. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's okay. So, so you're talking no more process, right? Really focus on getting rid of that. And I think that's really, um, you know, today we're all about fast and fast means processed and microwave. So I think that's a really great tip. So give us another one. Yeah, absolutely. And then just to piggyback off on that, there's an excellent book. It's called The China Study, and they actually show that in China. So um, I don't know if you guys know, but T. Colin Campbell, he is, you know, excellent professor out at um, Cornell, and he was doing some research, and he was like, why are those in the city actually developing so many diseases and those in the rural areas in China not? And he realized that it really boiled down to their diet because those who were in the more rural areas, they couldn't afford some of the luxuries of meats and processed foods, and so they were eating more vegetables and rice and you know things that were just natural and a lot of times when people think plant-based they think oh I've got to eat you know fruits and vegetables all day every day no <laughs> you know there's legumes there's sweet potatoes there's you know onions and garlics and turmeric you know there's just so much variety of foods and the great thing is you become creative so you learn how to make cheese out of nuts and out of vegetables and blend them all together and you know mess around with the seasonings Deb is like hmm <laughs> I don't know. Don't Deb, we'll have to have a cooking girl and have you try some of this. <laughs> but it's amazing. It's amazing what you can do when you become more creative and also have that priority of I've got to take care of my temple. Because at the end of the day, ladies, where there's a will, there is a way. All right. Wow. And we are seeing that even in the plant-based circle, you know, so many people are really embracing that and enjoying their food at the end of the day. I know for myself, when I transitioned, I was like, oh man, you know, what am I going to do with myself? But <laughs> after experimenting with different things and really putting my mind and my heart and praying to God and say, you know, I, I feel that this is the way that I need to go. He was able to show me so much and um, really make those things very practical. So anyways, that's tip number one. 
and I'm looking at our time. So let's let's go on to tip number two. <laughs> all right. And you know what, ladies, since you know we are on this broadcast together and we're all women of faith, one of the things that was absolutely found, um, and this was not just in Loma Linda, um, but also in all of the areas when it comes to the adaptation of a more natural diet. This is something that they found across the board in a lot of these different communities around the world where they had people living to older ages. But one of the other things that they found, which was really important, and I know a lot of us are doing it, and I want to encourage us to do it, uh, to continue doing it, is finding a sanctuary and time, spending time with God and spending time with family. And I am really excited that you are both doing this broadcast entitled Take a Breath, right? Get away, relax, recenter, refocus, because we actually found that taking time away from the rigors of day-to-day -day life, the stressors of everyday life and living, all right, and really taking time to focus on God and focus on camaraderie and family and being in nature also helped to reset and to lengthen <laughs> the amount of time that these individuals were able to strive and to thrive in their health experience. I know for the group in Loma Linda specifically, they practiced very actively observing Sabbath. And so on that day, they turned everything off. <laughs> no more emails, no more business, no more this, no more that. This is time for God. This is time for family. This is time to be out in nature. So I had several more tips, <laughs> but I think in terms of the two major ones that we can focus on, really being cautious about what we put inside of our temples and then making sure that we refocus reposition, take that time out that we need to protect our most important assets, to protect our temples, and to protect our health. Wow. wow. Amazing, Dr. Clark. You know, one of the things that I have been doing, um, and, and I started this a while ago, and I know, and I've experienced the benefits of this, is to say, you know, over the weekend, I don't look at emails. I don't rush to see what's going on. I mean, if a teammate calls me or something, you know, I'm certainly going to take their call or if I have something pressing that needs to be done. But it is about trying to turn off because I find I need to have a different creative outlet in order to have um, the creativeness that I need for the for business side when Monday morning comes. So I have to have something different that I'm doing and, and turning that off and kind of regrouping. So I understand what you're saying about that time away to, to regroup and rest. And, and I don't know, I think that was a commandment that God gave us. <laughs> I think it was, you know, work, commandment, right? <laughs> yeah, work six days and take the seventh <laughs> off, um, you know, the whole seventh day off uh, for rest and, uh, and just really focusing on what's on the most important things. I thank you for that reminder. That that really is helpful. 
That is wonderful, Deb. And thank you so much for bringing that up because yes, the Bible has the blueprint, right? And if we look at the original diet, what did God give Adam and Eve in the garden? He gave them fruits, nuts, grains, <laughs> and he told us, don't get so wound up. Take some time, take some time off to spend with family, to spend with me, to regroup. So thank you so much for bringing that up, Deb. That is the most important part, right? This came from the master physician, the great physician, right? Yeah. This is how you can take care of your bodies. This is how you can take care of your temples. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Well, you know, wow. we also had an example in Daniel, didn't we? That where where, where uh, they didn't eat all the choice foods and they, and the, um, them and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all of them had great success as well. They did. They did. As they prioritized <laughs> and said, you know what, we are going to focus on God and we are going to be obedient. And didn't he bless them? And the sure blessed them back then, he is able to bless us today. So, you know, just wrapping up, and Debbie mentioned this a little bit earlier, you know, sometimes when we're on this journey, we're like, man, you know, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to do it on our own. And, you know, even with some of, you know, the clients that I've worked with, some of them are in healthcare because, you know, even doctors need a doctor. We have a very simple <laughs> life ourselves. <laughs> and so that's really what we try to do at Au Natural. We try to make programs that are specifically customized for busy professional women. And if any of you or any on the call are like, you know what, I've been dealing with this, my body's sending me warning signs, I'm tired, I have some weight on that I can't take off, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that, and I'm not getting to where I need to be, it's okay to get help. It's okay to get coaching. It's okay to get what you need so that you can be successful in this arena. So I know Kembi is going to go ahead and share that in the chat box. You know, our team has opened up some time on tomorrow and early next week. If anyone wants to just jump on a free 15 minute call and talk a little bit more, all right, about what it is that you're struggling with and how it is that you would like to transform your health, that's what we're here for. That is absolutely what we're here for. I know I had to get a business coach <laughs> when I was doing a lot of different things and I had to get a tutor when I was trying to get an A in a class. So if you are not getting an A right now in your health, it's okay to get help. It's okay to get that tutoring because at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we are healthy and happy so that we can reach out to those who need us the most. So go ahead and text discovery just to that number and we'd be happy to set up a time where we can meet with you and work together so that you can get to your health goals. That's wow. Nice. Thank you Thank so you. much. You know, a couple of things that you really said about a coach. I think that that's really important. You know, we have our um, women in business. We have our, our group coaching uh, that we do every month for the entrepreneurs. And I think it's important to remember that um, we, we do need to reach out and we do need to have that team and that support. You know, we aren't in this to do this alone. You know, we talk about, you know, linking arms and connecting with one another to um, help raise us up. We did, a, we did a podcast a couple weeks ago about, you know, that exact thing. But I also think, too, the, the prayer. And I'm really, I'm really glad that you brought that up. I, I have to tell you, you're the first doctor I've ever heard say you better have a strong prayer life for your health. I think that that's just uh, wonderful. But. But here's the thing, it is so true, is making sure that you have that time. That's that center time. You know, I know Deborah, let me tell you, there is nothing that gets in the way of Deborah's prayer time in the morning and her devotional time. There's just <laughs> not. 
so sweetheart, there's times I know I'm gonna dime you out now. You dime my I'm gonna dime you out this time, Deborah. Deborah will get up at 4 a.m. so she can have her devotional time to be on that call at 6 a.m. Now, let me tell you, that is amazing. And I I mean that's just I I applaud you on that because I think that it is the one thing that sets you up for success for the entire day. And so as women, we have to to set that time aside. You know, in our identity and destiny class, helping you understand what your purpose is, a significant part, I mean, we spend, what, two, three weeks on learning to be still, be with the Lord, you know, set, create a, a beautiful, quiet space so that you can spend time with the Lord. And I think here it's even, you just kind of emphasize that because that's, again, taking care of ourselves as well. We talk about it in our relationship with the Lord, but I think the Lord pours into us with that as well. So that's wonderful. Well, I want to, I want to share a scripture with all of y'all. We, we've got a couple. We always try and give out at this time. First Corinthians six nineteen and 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit? You brought, we've talked about that. Who is, in you, who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were brought, bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. You know, mm -hmm. ladies, we get so busy giving and we say, well, I've got to do this for my family. I'm too busy to do this. Well, I believe here the Lord just said, your body's not your own. He's filled you with the Holy Spirit. What are you feeding the Holy Spirit? Well, Wendy, well, I, I, I love that. And, and it is very important for us to, to um, honor God through taking care of our temple and our body as well. Been really um, encouraged today and motivated. I, I have a scripture that's out of uh, Psalm 63. And in verse 4, David says, I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. You know, when we become satisfied as with the richest of foods, no matter what that chocolate, I was thinking chocolate chip cookies, and I'm kind of partial to brownies too. You know, that <laughs> talk about richest foods, or I don't know, that greatest hamburger. Uh, it is really about how do we um, how do we tune ourselves into God and the work that he has for us? And are we prepared as an athlete running that race? Have we prepared ourselves to be able to do, whether we're stewarding um, a, a retail business, um, a, 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 an online business, a hair salon, whatever it may be, are we ready and prepared um, to take that on physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally? And, and food starts with it. I think it's that thing that fuels us. So how do we do that? Wow. I, I love it. And, you know, ladies, take advantage of this opportunity to connect with a coach, if you will, um, really kind of get some questions answered. I know that I'm definitely going to be reaching out um, as I begin to um, honor God through honoring the temple that he's given me. 
So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Clark. This is just so wonderful. Thank you for being our first guest on our podcast. We're really um, happy to have you here. But ladies, remember, we always leave you with the most important thing. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. 1 Corinthians 16, 11. Y'all have a blessed week and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye, everybody.